Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the BDE Podcast. Draper. How's it going, my friend? It's good. Don't care. Okay, Jeez. here we go. <laughs> Jeez. I thought about that one all day, ladies and gentlemen. I thought about it all day. I'm pretty sure you thought about it during the game we just played. Also true. <laughs> this week, we've got uh, a fun one for you. Today's topic is the top five goaded TV shows. Goat. So, Goat, which um, is greatest of all time. I had a story to explain that. Okay, let's hear it. Well, you ruined it now, but I'll say it anyways. So, apparently, on the movie, um, is it Don't Look Up? Is that the one with the, a lot of big stars? And it was like a Netflix release? The Leo? With Leo? Yeah. I think so. Okay, Meryl Streep's in that, and yeah. then Jennifer Lawrence is another main character. Okay. Right. So, on the set... Um, they would refer to Meryl Streep as the goat. Right. Like, they would be like, the goat, if you could uh, come stand over here, please, and stuff. And it was a huge, you know, just joke, right? Right. And then towards the end of recording the movie, so they've been at it for months, you know, um, they were like, goat, if you could uh, stand, step over here, please. And she's like, I know, I know, I'm just an old goat. And they're like, What? <laughs> J Law was like, Meryl, goat is greatest of all time. We're not ca- we're not calling you an old goat. We're not calling you an animal. We're calling you the greatest. And she's like, oh. <laughs> I think oh, it's hilarious. What an old hag Meryl Streep is. No, she's the greatest. <laughs> she's the goat. She's, she's the, the goat. goat. But yeah, we decided. Uh, TV shows are one of the things that Draper and I both. Tr- really truly enjoy so we uh wanted to share with you guys our uh i'm gonna be honest since we talked about tv shows a little bit before this i don't know if tv shows are something you enjoy ladies and gentlemen you're gonna be on my side by the end of this podcast okay oh <laughs> you're such a you're such a pansy ass <laughs> all right you ready okay to break it down um i just want to preface that these are TV series that so my list are TV series that I've watched all the way through yeah. and my personal favorites these are not like your if you look up on IMDb or Looper or whatever you look up you know these kind of stuff whatever on. you're on lately yeah whatever <laughs> you're on these days it's not those lists because those lists some of TV, those shows it's shows a lot easier seen. to see a lot of the movies because they're only you know two hours of your time usually right you can whip it out in a night yeah um tv series are a lot more uh commitment right so ben and i have not seen all the tv series out there unfortunately only 90 percent. but um at least i have seen a decent amount i yeah. feel like and um these are yeah same for my list mine are all i've seen at least the majority of the episodes for the uh, series I'm going to talk about. Actually, except for one, but... We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. You want me to start it off? You can start it off. I'll start it off. Ladies and gentlemen, my number five. And I want to just preface this. On this series, I exclude... Well, the whole series is great, but I'm not a fan of the later ones. Dude, we have the same number five. But my number five is Criminal Minds. Oh, damn. I like Criminal Minds a ton. Never mind. We don't have the same number five. Um, Criminal, Criminal Minds, Minds is, is good. Yeah, that's a show that the downside is it's kind of the same setup 
right? Like the episodes are all kind of the same plot, same format. It's, it's kind of an episodic show, so um, you can really jump in anywhere. Right, yeah. And still have a good time. However, there are like six or seven really big storylines and plots within mm-hmm. some of those seasons right. that I think are so well done. They transition from each episode and they all blend like five or six episodes into one big main story, which I think is really, really cool and really, really good. Um, but um, I really like the cast that they all have, even though they've, even when they've filtered in new actors mm-hmm. and like replaced some people, I've really, I really like Colonel Mar- I just really like it. It's a lot, it's riveting. It's, grabby like not pervy grabby but like it grabs my attention <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh it is like it's not necessarily like scary like horror film but they it do is... play to the fact that like hey just so you know like people like this exist yeah so it is kind of like a little uh, i would say that there's three big shows that are kind of of the same genre like three main ones i right. think um and you could you could argue there's more because there's so many spinoffs of this. I guess there's four because I'll say Law and Order too is a big one, right? But I was gonna say NCIS, yep, Criminal Minds, and CSI, yeah, were the big ones that I yep. remember watching. And um, Criminal Minds was definitely the darkest out of yes. them all. Yeah, but uh, it was probably the best acted as well. Yeah, and I think. Uh, Especially having like Doc Doctor Reed is my favorite character. Which one's that? Matthew Gray Matthew Gray Gubbler Grub Gubbler Skinny is guy Skinny smart young, guy Yeah Okay yeah. I really like him as well. Um and uh the way that they are able to like a lot of these characters are not necessarily like Doctor the actor for Doctor Reed is not that smart but he plays it off so well and the way he he gives his dialogue like it's very believable like oh this kid is like smart smart yeah that's fair um and they all do a really good job at like emphasizing what each character is really good at and what they're not good at which i think is really cool some actors i feel like are told that your character is really smart and they try their best to play it off and you're just like yeah i don't really buy it you know that's one that i buy like Uh, if he was a genius in real life i'd buy that agreed 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 so yeah that's my number five i really like the uh other the i think he's kind of the main character he's like the director hotchner Black yeah. hair? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hoshner's really good. I really like him too. All right. Um, so you said that you like um most of the show except yeah. for the last few like seasons. Last few seasons, right. So I thought we had the same number five, because that's what I feel uh-huh. on this show. Any ideas what it is? I'm guessing no. I don't want to be wrong. But the I think office. I might be right. Yeah, it is the yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to be wrong, but I think I know what it is. Um yeah, The Office is one of the best comedies out there. Um, I just, I freaking love this show. Um, so good. The characters. Uh, we're we're going to have to do um, a list of the best romances and romance stories in TV series. Yeah. But Jim and Pam are going to be on mine. Jim I and Pam. I won't tell you where, but yes, they're going to be and on Pam. for sure. Um, there's a lot of good ones in there. With those romances that I feel like. I mean. I like Michael and Holly's. Michael and Holly's is is really really good. good. I love Michael as a character, which is interesting. You and I have talked about this, and I've talked about it with Maya. 
and um, I've been listening a lot to the Office Ladies podcast with, with uh, Jenna yeah. Fisher and Angela. Right. Um, and they made Michael very like cringy and dislikable for the first season. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais had a lot to do with the American version of The Office because he's the he's the main guy in, in the, the UK, the version. UK version. And uh, one of the things he said is, I really wish that, like, I think you guys should make Michael more of a likable character because mine wasn't, like, that's the one drawback, I think, is that he was always, like, you're just like, ugh, like this guy, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he's like, I think it would help audiences if like he's like that you know he's cringy he makes stupid decisions he's not always the nicest and you know stuff like that but he has redeeming qualities that make you still care for the character and uh i just love michael overall like as we see him you well know. you you mentioned that and you and i just watched the episode where michael goes out into the wilderness mm -hmm. and jim is left in charge of throwing the birthday party and right. he throws like one big one and michael's like oh yeah tried doing that but you know I they, really it, but like, you can see the endearing of where he's like oh, i tried doing that just to knock it all away and like have one big bash he goes but nobody wants that and he goes but you'll learn like so like you can tell like he's endearing in that way i really like jim and michael's relationship over time as yeah. well because michael always thought jim was cool you know and wanted to be his friend right but jim definitely started to gain a respect and like for michael as well uh, as the seasons progress. Yeah. I think it's really good. Um, I think unfortunately Steve Carell carries that show a lot. Yeah. And when he leaves, it takes it, a big drop. It off. takes a big hit. Yeah. But I still think it's one of the best TV series put on television. It's something that I can always go back to and rewatch. And I know that I'm going to enjoy it. You right. Know? Yep. Um, okay. Well, my number four is a newer show. Uh, only got three seasons. Uh, Draper will kind of understand a little bit when I say it because of kind of mine and Draper's similarities and in, in hobbies and different things like that. But my number four is uh, the Netflix series, which now I'm crossing my fingers goes to Disney Plus, but it's Daredevil. Okay, I was. I was like, it must be a Marvel when they yeah. had it. Because yep. when you said to Disney Plus, I was yep. like, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Daredevil is probably my favorite of the little TV series before Marvel really took off with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Um, it's kind of sad that we're not really going to get those because now they're all going to be part of the big MCU yes. universe. It's not I its own thing liked anymore. Daredevil being I, its own. I agree. Um, Daredevil, there's. In each season, there is one, at least one fight sequence that is absolutely jaw-dropping oh, and perfectly choreographed. The, the first fighting season is crazy unreal. good in that TV series. Um, you've got in the first season the hallway scene where he's just busting doors down, breaking. And the best part is he's blind, right? Like that's the yeah. cool the cool part about it. Uh, you know, they got the second season, he's in a stairwell and he's beating a bunch of biker gangs up down in the stairwell. Mm -hmm. um, and for the life of me, I can't remember the third season, but I remember there's a really big fight scene in the third. And then even when he's in the Defenders, they have a really cool fight scene in like the offices and stuff like that. One thing that um, Daredevil shows in its fight scenes that a lot of TV series, like superhero TV series and movies didn't show really um, was the physical toll and the um, just 
when you fight, like, and if you ever look at like how much UFC fighters train yeah. and stuff, yeah, like fighting takes it everything out, out of, of you, you, right? Really quickly, yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Like in the hallway scene, you see Daredevil like, like starting to get tired. tired. He's like he's rests his hands on his legs, yeah. and then he's like, "It's okay, I can do this." It's yeah. very cool and just brings another aspect of mm. realism to it. Yeah. Um, I also like in the first season the first real big fight. Like he he takes some guys out at the um, docks or cargo the, yard, right yeah, at the, the docks, but. Um, his first fight with the assassin, where it's yes. basically a one v one. So sick, dude! That is a good fight. Good fight, and, and they have like he lo- like he loses. That's that's my. F- oh, go ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. I mean, he won. He with the chain at the end. Remember, he like wraps it around him and then oh, kicks him in the face. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but that's right. Um, that's right. He does go out a window, and I thought it was so cool because it's it's really dark. It's a lot of black and blue hues yeah. in the cinema. Yeah, and then just crimson coming out of his mouth when he falls out of the building because yeah, yeah of yeah. the blood it, it's just so cool looking um daredevil the, the way that they made daredevil in the tv series is a little bit like how i would like well they do a pretty good job as, as a batman character but daredevil is a he wants to do his best, like fix Hell's Kitchen, and he's doing mm-hmm. it by any. So like, there, he feels no remorse. He feels no nothing. Like he's a lawyer, a really nice lawyer, de- in the day, and he helps everybody he can and does everything he can. And at night, he's literally beating people to a pulp, or until they're dead. Yeah, and he shows them no remorse. So like being able to show Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, his ability to show the the ruthlessness and the aggression and the the cold-blooded person in one side and he can flip it and he's him and foggy are these two helpers and like the way that charlie cox goes back and forth i think he does it perfectly yeah uh and then a lot of the supporting supporting characters i mean you got vincent d'onofrio as the kingpin perfect cast dude he was one of the best villains in tv series love vincent d'onofrio's uh kingpin foggy is a great character yeah good um and then side. you introduce people like King, like a Punisher in the second season yep. with John Bern, Bernthal's Punisher, and he's amazing at Punisher. He's the Punisher is one of my favorite shows, TV series too. Uh, and then the guy who acts as Bullseye in the third season, like they just crush it. Mm-hmm. Like every performance is really really good. I just it's three seasons long, um, and now that it's kind of transferred hands into Disney Plus, there have been some bad things coming out of the work. Like they're having to rewrite a lot of it and like reshoot a lot of it because they're not thrilled with how it's going. So I'm really hoping that when they come out with a fourth season, like it's just going to pick up right where it left off on Netflix and just continue that. Cause I think it's, yeah, he's well definitely done. a fan favorite character. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, my number four is a TV series that I think if it went a different way towards the end, could have been in the talks for the greatest of all time. Okay. Um, the end is really disappointing. Uh, really bad. <laughs> I think I know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but for a long time, it was so good. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And Draper and I talked about this earlier. So Game of Thrones, for me, I never got sucked into Game of Thrones. Um, and I told him, I, Draper and I were talking, he's like, how have you not, how do, it, how do you not like Game of Thrones? Um, and it's not that I don't like Game of Thrones per se. It's just a lot of people that, because I didn't watch it 
even watch the first episode until it was like four seasons deep. Like I just never picked up on it. Oh, we um, actually started the same time then because I started it right before the fifth season came out so that I could yeah. watch the fifth season as it came out. Gotcha. Um, and a lot of people around me were like hyping the show up. I'm like it's the greatest show ever. It's so amazing. It's this. So like I had a set, I set the bar really high when I started watching it. And again, good show, great characters. I really liked it. But like for me, it wasn't, I think people overhyped it so much that I was kind of like, okay, it's good. I am but. the um, type of person who believes that the less information you have going into a movie or TV show, the better off. Agreed. Like, I, agree. I think people should be like, it's good, you should watch it and just leave it at that, you know? Right. That way no one gets too high of expectations or anything like that. Um, but, dude, I, I love that show so much. I thought it was going to be kind of a Lord of the Rings-esque uh, kind of ripoff, you know? Right. Which it is, very Lord of the Rings-esque. It's it's kind of that fantasy They're actual world. books, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, by George R. R. Martin. Right. Um, and uh, the reason that it drops off, actually, is because when they run out of books, because each season is a book, I believe. Right. When they run out... Um, it uh it starts to drop off a little bit and you can just tell that the writers are having a little hard of a time coming up with stuff their themselves right and i think george r r martin told him slight things but didn't want to give it away because if he ever does finish the books he wants people to still buy them and not be like oh i already watched the tv show I right know what yeah exactly right um i i i know for a fact that Game of Thrones has got some of the biggest twists in TVs. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I'm for one, like I watched season one, seeing uh, Ned die. Yeah. I was like, hey, yo, what? Dude, that's what How sucks. is he? How is he? He was so vital to this entire first season. That's and what sucked gone. me in is I was like, Ned's the main character. Yeah. And then he dies at the end. And I was like. Okay. Yeah, like, what? What? Because it felt like I actually had real stakes in a TV show for once. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because um, every other TV show kind of has plot armor for their main characters. Like, no matter how bad it gets for the main character, you know they're going to make it out of it. Right. And stuff like that. So, <coughs> I, I just was... That's kind of the cool part of Game of Thrones is like they will kill off beloved characters. And yeah, stuff. Like, and and they so they throw in a lot of really good twists. Again, acting is top tier. And I, that's what I've heard, that's what I've heard that, that had, I again I I stopped watching. I want to say season at the end of season two. I don't uh -huh. know if I had gotten to three, um, but that is the one thing Tyler, my brother in law, really liked Game of Thrones, and he told me he's like that last season was it's heartbreaking, disappointing. Almost. Um, I still think it's worth watching in your lifetime, Ben. I, I think yeah. you should watch it all the way through. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, so I was going into it expecting awesome sword fights, right? Right. Which I got and battles, right? Were actually some really cool big battles and stuff. But what I wasn't expecting is the political like moves and stuff that people would make back and forth and just that strategic part of it. And I loved it. I f right. That's like one of the main things that I loved about Game of Thrones was the strategic moves. And I also love a villain that you can 
like even if you hate him, you still like him and stuff. Like Joffrey was uh, he's a, he, yeah. very hated. He was one of my most hated characters in anything. You know what I mean? But there, he does such a good job at just being yeah, a, a, a dick, a dick yeah. that you um, hate. Real side note for you before we move on that but joffrey's also the the character of joffrey Mm -hmm. i think is because there's for really good villains you don't want the really good villains to go away right like you always kind of want them to because it makes it more exciting i have never rooted for a character to die (laughs) so much (laughs) and i think that like again that plays but that plays a part in people watching it's like i hope something bad happens to this to this character I wouldn't say Joffrey's a big villain though. Like he no, is, he's but like just a he's terrible not. Character. Yeah, he, well, a terrible part. He's a good character. Good character. I mean, I think it's hard to write someone who's like so universally loved and stuff. But it's probably hard to write someone who's still a good character. You know, um, like well written. But he's written to be hated. But he's written to be hated. Right. So, um, but even like Tywin Lannister, which is Joffrey's grandfather, uh-huh. dude, he's a force to be reckoned with. And I love it. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just a lot of good characters. You don't really know what's going to happen. Like anything could happen. I loved that. Right. And, um, I just thought it was really good writing for the most part of the for TV sure. show. For sure. Um, I still think it deserves to be talked about in the greatest of all time TV shows. But I think that having such a, uh, controversial ending and it's really not that controversial it's pretty generally hated the ending um i think that will make it kind of knock it down disappear yeah once you start talking about the number one if you're trying to narrow it down to the best tv show Uh that's an easy way to knock it out fair enough but it's still really good fair enough uh my number three is uh going back uh i'm going with a comedy and it's South Park. Okay. Uh, reason being, and I, as I was writing on this list, um, I wrote, what I did was I wrote out a handful of these, of really, really t- good TV shows that I just thoroughly enjoy. Uh, and the reason I put South Park so high is, one, they're running on like 25 seasons or something like that. Yeah. You don't go 25 seasons unless you've got the content to go 25 seasons. Well, unless you can maintain solid content for 25 seasons. You can't do it. The thing about South Park is, too, I mean, Trey Parker and uh, what's the other guy's name? Matt, Matt Stone. Stone. Yep. Um, they, are, they are just really funny, generally. Generally. And can make jokes and stuff out of everything. Yeah. But I think what helps South Park last so long is that it's never really going to run out of material because, because it just makes fun of what's happening correct. in the world right now. Correct. You know and what I mean? that's, I think, is what also makes it so great is they push the envelope. Like, they cross the line always. Oh, yeah. I like, would say the that. The show is designed to cross the line. Yeah. And there are so many people in this world that are like, hey, you know what you guys should do is take it down because it crosses the line. And it's so good and it's so popular that they just basically go, no, <laughs> we're just going to make another season with what's going on now. And like, um, you know, and it's, you know, it's all paper mache. They've, still... they've gotten away from it now. Now right. it's actually animated, oh, right, but right. it's based off of, yeah, paper because mache. they started with construction paper, right. basically. And, uh, but 
you know, they're, they continually make jokes that are spot on with the times. And like, you can, you know, you and I go back to season five, six, seven, eight now. And like the content still holds up to this day. Oh yeah. I, um, it's still so funny to me. Like it passes, you know, there's a lot of great characters that are just goofy and that are likable and lovable. Like there's just a lot of different storylines. Cartman's one of those characters that like, I, I say that I love Cartman, but I really don't like, there's not <laughs> much redeemable no. about Cartman at all. But I just love to watch him and yeah. his shenanigans and mm-hmm. watch him be so hated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. So the longevity of the show, the ability to continue with current event content and to just cross that line again and again and again. <laughs> and they have they have no regard and they're still successful. I'm like, that's that's why to me, I'm like, it's got to be up there with with some of the greatest TV shows of all time. And I'll say that um, Family Guy kind of pokes at like real life people. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But South Park. They were the OGs. Oh, yeah. They're o- they are OG. They are. They set the bar high. And like Family <laughs> Guy tries. Family Guy gets a couple of. They get a couple bars. They hit there. Yeah. A couple times. But South Park is like. No, no, we're going to sit on the bar, and then family can go up and slap the bar every once in a while. <laughs> South Park just sits up there and just cruises. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's to me, uh, is my number three. Okay. Um, for my next three TV shows, I'm going to say that any three of these could arguably be the greatest TV show of all time. Okay. Um, there's some big ones that we both haven't watched that maybe we'll talk about in our, our shout outs, our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my top three, I believe that they, they might have like some episodes that aren't as good, but seasons, every season is really good mm-hmm. from here on out. Okay. Um, so my number three is Scrubs. Yeah. Which, again, there's technically a ninth season of Scrubs, but it's really a reboot. I mean, JD are, and Turk are in it, but it's like a new cast for the main Is that the characters. one that Franco's in? Yes. Yeah. Not James. Not uh, James. Dave. Dave okay. Franco. Okay. Yes. That's, that's the, I have not, that's the season that I have. I know I've watched. I at actually least all don't of it. mind that season. Uh-huh. It's not bad. It's just, it wasn't as good. And they basically scrapped it after that. Right. But if we're talking JD's journey, JD, Elliot and Turk, um, they're from season one to season eight. I think every season is golden. And I've watched this show all the way through, uh-huh. you know, a few times. And uh, I think it's one of the few shows out there that doesn't really have much of a lull in the middle at all. Right. And ends on a strong note. Yeah. So um, I just think that they mastered, you know, comedy. They they pull at the heartstrings. Like there are some – we could do a top ten list of saddest Scrubs episodes, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, but I totally buy, like, I, I love the, um, the character relationships and how they build and grow together, right. you know? And, um, 
just I think it's really good writing and just awesome television, honestly. Here's one of the things that I thoroughly love about Scrubs is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scrubs is really the first, so you have like, The Office set up the like documentary style yeah, you know, because Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec followed that, and then th- I don't remember. I don't think thirty. I've seen a ton of Thirty Rock, but I think it's in a similar genre type deal. If I mean, so I I guess since The Office in the U.S. is based off The Office in the U.K., that could be argued oh, as the true. first one. Yes. But it kind of set the premise say, of that kind of TV show. Yeah, if they didn't invent it they popularized right. it and everyone um, wanted to be the office yes. after that the thing that i really love about scrubs is they went their own direction and they do the internal thoughts of jd mm-hmm. so well yeah like well they're, they're funny they're kind of like hilarious. family guy cutaways like they're just really random yeah. like little... it's like you'll like see jd standing in the hall and he's just like I wonder how Mrs. is going to da da da. And then all of a sudden he's like daydreaming. And then the janitor's like sitting there staring at him. He goes, what are you doing? (laughs) And then like the way that it shows, I mean, some people just get caught in their own thoughts and they don't even realize they're being caught in their own thoughts. Uh They capture that throughout the entire series so well. And I, I, I find a lot of, I just find that that's really good writing and really good acting on being able to, to capture those moments. I think it was really cool. Definitely. It is revered by um, doctors as well. Like a lot of doctors will say that show is the most realistic oh, really? of all the doctor shows out there. Which is interesting because it's a comedy and you've got shows like <laughs> what, Grey's Anatomy. Is that the one that's been running for a thousand seasons? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scrubs. Scrubs is a good one. I really do like Scrubs. I think you've watched it much more than I have and like gotten into it because i mean the first time i watched it was when we were in college right really yeah you showed me scrubs and we didn't watch it in high school i show you a lot of good tv you show me a lot of good tv you really do (laughs) um okay my number two is a show that has been off the air for a hot minute um this one had quite a bit of seasons too and uh another one it's kind of like a thriller type show and that's 24 Okay. Have you ever watched 24? I've seen some episodes. I haven't seen a lot. It's Tw- Jack Bauer, right? Jack Bauer. Mm-hmm. 24 is such a cool concept. Um, one is each season is a day. So, like, Do you want to know something funny? What? I just watched last night. Uh-huh. I just watched the South Park episode that makes fun of 24. <laughs> so it like every once in a while comes up with the clock. Because <laughs> the... <laughs> doot, 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 doot. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> That's awesome. But so the every season, a twenty four hour period. Okay. And the first thing that I was thinking about when Hold I, on, hold on. Every season? Or every episode? Every episode is one hour of that day. I didn't know that. You didn't? Are you uh-uh. fu- are you messing with me or you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so every every episode is one hour of that day that they're in. So like the entire season and it takes only, only takes place in a day. That's cool. Yeah. I should watch 24. It's pretty it's a cool concept. I really like it. The one of the things I was thinking about was I think the I don't remember how I forgot to look at how many seasons it is. There's at least double digit seasons, I think. Oh, really? I'm like thinking about I'll it. Look it up real quick. And I'm just talking. like how many terrorist attacks can happen in the United States for them to have 10 seasons worth of this? Lots, bro. <laughs> um <laughs> but you have Jack Bauer who is 
a great character, a great action action hero cop character, which is uh, played by Kiefer Sutherland. Nine seasons. Nine. Uh, really, really good. They did have a last season that I thought was pretty good, but Kiefer Sutherland wasn't a part of it. Oh, really? The guy who played uh, Dr. Dre in Trader Compton was the main character. Oh, really? Yeah, really good. Um, but a lot of really good action in in the show. But the stories for each season was so good. Like breaking it down because it, they broke it down hour by hour, mm-hmm. and it's the whole season's one day. Like the, they can go in depth on what is happening per hour. So yeah, like, I guess you can really stretch it out and figure out. Okay, like in a situation where things go south, like you're, you can kind of see people reacting in a forty minute span and how they're having to like make decisions on the fly and stuff like that. So like it pulls you in, it boosts your adrenaline and then you're about to like see something crazy. And then it just goes, Doo, dee, dee. And you're like, Son of a bitch, come on. And then it's like, you have to wait till the next week. So it 24 is the first show that I can remember where I'm like on the edge of my seat and I'm like watching, watching and then it's over. And I'm just like, I have to wait till next week to watch the next episode. And my dad's like, yep. This time next week, so we'd watch it as a family, and so like that's what we would do every day. Was like come out on Sunday, and so it was the first show that I can really remember of me like gripping me and like bringing me to the edge of my seat of like what's gonna happen, how's it all gonna unfold, and leaving you on a cliffhanger to bring you back in, yeah, and then start it all over again, which I thought was really cool. Um, I kind of miss shows like that that really are like kind of get your heart racing. It kind of puts you in that situation. Because a lot of the shows I watch now don't really do that. They're so fast-paced now um, that you don't really get to get sucked in like that. But for me, that show is why it's up there so high. It's just because it allows you to be pulled into that episode and be pulled into that story. And and they do the every week episode really well. Because you're, you know, Saturday, Sunday you're like... That was a really good episode. And then Monday and Tuesday, you're like, that was a really good episode. And then Wednesday and Thursday, you're missing. You're like, I need, I really want to see what happens. And then Friday, Saturday, you're like, oh, come on. It's almost there. It's almost there. And then Sunday, you're like, it's here. <laughs> it's like a, the buildup was always something that I remember enjoying a lot. Yeah. Um, Which is why I put it as my number two. Cool. All right. My number two is three seasons. Okay. Okay. I think this is the rule and I wish that it wasn't but I think it I think it is. Okay. Okay. Um for you to have an amazing TV show that never drags on uh past its welcome, you know what I mean? Right. You have to be before you even start it, before you even come up with your first episode know exactly how you're going to end it and don't break from that even if it becomes a great tv show that everyone loves because and what kills me is i'm like i want more you know what i mean right of like of all these tv shows that i've mentioned i could use more in my life like i would be ecstatic if any of them came out with more episodes you know what i mean right but i think to be truly great you have to have a plan and stick to it. You can't be like, well, since we're making so much money, since we're doing so well, let's extend it. Let's put some fluff in there and make it two more seasons than we were planning on. 
I don't think that works. And it sucks, but these top two that I have uh, follow this rule. Uh Uh-huh. And they are the best. So my number two is a shocker, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of all the three-season TV shows that it could be. It has no right to be as good as it is. No right. Okay. Because it's a Nickelodeon show. Oh, God, not getting this. You're not getting it? I didn't watch a lot of Nickelodeon. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, yes. Avatar is a money. That You're right. Okay. Yes. Was not ready for this. And I watched them as they came out. I remember being ecstatic for the third season to come out. Right. And I had to wait like a full summer because Mm -hmm. the second season ends like at the end of the school year. And then the third season doesn't come out until like the next school year starts. And I was like, what? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, No. Uh, Especially, so just a heads up for everyone. Uh, this is if you want to keep up with our podcast. Um, I would if start you want watching. To, you have to. There's no option. You have anymore. to. There's no. You have no choice. If you hear, are hearing my voice right now, you <laughs> have to do this. Um, start watching the last Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, all of February is going to be Avatar month. Yep. I took it over. I took it over. It's I took it time. over. And are what's hilarious? Are we going to watch it? the movie? No. Oh, thank the Lord. We should. We should watch the movie at some point and do like a how, super critical in depth review. Yeah. But um, no, not the movie. Thank goodness. Just the TV series. It's on Netflix right now. Um, and I'm, we're curr- gonna, I'm currently binging it. We're going to each week, we're going to cover a season. And yep. like I said, there's only three seasons. And then the fourth week, we'll talk about just uh, we got a ranking for yep. you. And then we'll just talk about it a little more in depth. Um, and they've got a live action coming out in like two months or something like that, don't they? So what's crazy is I set our schedule up already and I took over February because I was like, I want to talk about Avatar and I'm not waiting very long. So Ooh. that's where I scheduled right, it. Right. Avatar, uh, the live action TV series from Netflix is coming out February 22nd. Let's go. And I was like... Perfect. Are they going to do episode by episode or are they going to do a full season? Do you know? I don't. I okay. think Netflix usually, because Disney Plus, when they drop their TV shows, they usually drop one episode each a week. week. Right. I think Netflix's style is more, they drop a whole season. A whole season. Sick. We pitched in that one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm scared. I agreed. But. Because it's hard. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll... Well, even, n- no matter what animation really did this show justice and you can just tell how much everyone involved with this show cared yeah and i i wasn't expecting for them to care so much about the writing to care so much about the characters and to have such a it's again it's a children's nickelodeon show right and when i say this it's not that it's bad like you could show this to a child and be fine, but it is very adult. Like yeah. the the things they go over, the emotions that the characters feel are so adult. And I feel like I appreciate it more now than I did when I was watching it the first time as a, you know, twelve year old. That's the interesting thing 
to me because so Avatar The Last Airbender came out in 2005 which puts me at a very young age right <laughs> nine nine what's the math nine um, <laughs> I never I didn't watch Avatar until I was in college yeah because again I showed it to you uh, did you show me that one because yeah. Tyler Stout my brother-in-law also really loves Avatar um, Tyler we're gonna have to hang out apparently <laughs> <laughs> um but I remember you were like, you've got to watch it. you got to watch it. I'm like, it's a kid's show, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, but watch it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And even now as I'm watching it, I'm kind of like, I don't know how. This is a well-aged show. Yeah. Like, Dude, because, it's so good. Because like with you, where if you watch it young, younger and growing up with it, you have that connection of being like, I grew, I, grew, I grew up with it. It's nostalgic. Like, And I was I followed it even to my adult. I watched it as an adult, and I was like, I'm not watching a kid's show. But like, I wasn't going to do anything else. And I'm like, okay, well, let's watch it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this show is really good. There are some like goofy parts of it, but like that's kind of the style of it. Yeah, it's like, kind of – so people call it anime in quotation marks anime is technically japanese animation and right. it's stylized in a certain way yeah this is definitely stylized towards anim- anime but it's not but it was made in the u.s which makes it technically not anime and it doesn't quite have the anime flair it like right, right. it definitely is getting to that but like not it quite. Plays like an homage to anime itself without being anime and i mean they have they have some stupid jokes that don't land but they actually have some pretty funny jokes. Yeah, they too. do. Like, and each character, and there are uh, characters in it that you just you can't help but laugh at. And like, like when they say something, there's a lot of like one line quips. You're kind of like, nice. Yeah. But even as an adult, like, I, and I'm rewatching it now, I'm just like, this is a this is just a solid show to watch, even as an adult. Hundred percent. Like I said, they they had uh, so besides them just having the four elements and then they uh ang is an airbender right which means that he's already gotten air for reasons in the plot uh if you haven't watched it go watch it i'm not gonna ruin it right now right but um for reasons in the plot he's not gonna learn any more airbending really so um basically he has to learn the other three elements which are water earth and fire and each season is a book Right. And uh, so each season's an element as well. So the first one's water, second one's earth, and third one's fire. And they were going to – that was it. There was That's, just going to yeah. be three seasons. And if that wasn't enough, they the first season, they give themselves a deadline. They're like, this will happen in, like, less than a year or something right, like right. that. So um, you have to fulfill – your destiny within that time period right like they were no joke let's go you know what i mean and uh it's just so good now as a fan of as a big fan of avatar the last airbender Mm -hmm. are you more critical or are you more on the fan side of legends of korra i was more critical i've I don't know how many seasons there are of Korra. I've watched two, I believe. I think there's three, but I don't. don't yeah, there's don't like three or four, I think, and I've watched two. And I found them interesting, but I didn't love it as much as Avatar. 
so I'd say I'm definitely more critical. More critical. And okay. I mean, I'm not giving this Netflix live action series a pass. I'm expecting greatness. Great. <laughs> you have to. There's no way. And you have to because the movie did not do the show justice. At no, all. not at all. So M Night Shyamalan. You, you how do you sleep to. at night? <laughs> yeah, you have you have to come back after because it's such a hard thing to do live. It's yeah, very hard to do live action. I'll say this: if they don't nail it this time. Just give it. Just let it. Just let it go. Let the animation stay and everything else can yeah. die off. Yeah. I don't care. Um, it is really cool to see animated. Um, the fights are awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, the again. Way that, the way that you, they use the elements in the fights, too. Like, when you're throwing a punch, you're not throwing a punch to connect with somebody with your hand. You throw a punch or you throw a kick using an element, which is super cool. Well, and like... They could have phoned it in. Like, whoever came up with this TV show really cared. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, this was a passion project because they could have just been like, okay, four elements and whatever. Um, and then, like, everyone fights the same, you know? Right. But one person's shooting air and one person's shooting water and one yeah. person's, you know? Right. But they didn't. Each element is actually based off like, of a different martial art. Yeah, it's like its own martial art. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then also, it's so c cool and creative how they come up with ways that people in this uh, world use the elements mm -hmm. that they can bend and yeah. stuff. And this world is super, you know, creative and uh, it just begs to be explored. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love this TV show and I love the characters in it and we are going to get into it. Next in month. depth next in month. February. So I'd really appreciate it if you guys listen. Go watch, watch it. Do watch yourself along. a favor. If you've seen it before, rewatch it. It really is just you forget how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. But really good. That's my number two. Let's go to the honorable mentions. Let's hear them. I've got like eight. <laughs> oh, see, I, so. I I only got five. I only got five of them. So let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear what you got. You want to hear mine first? Yeah. Let's hear them. Okay. So I will say this, um, there are a few TV series on here that are only one season, whether that's because a second for. season hasn't come out oh, yet, right. or if that's all they that it for. was going to come out with. Like the Haunting of Hill House type deal. Haunting of Hill House is on here. Is oh on yeah, my that's a good one. Mentions. It, it really so is a good, good one. Um, but... I didn't feel like it was as fair to include them with TV shows that had a long running series that was still epic, you know? Right. And even if I do include them, I might keep my list the same. Um, the, my top five are pretty set in stone set, with how you are. For I sure. think. For sure. Um, Haunting of Hill House is one. That's again amazing. Amazing characters. Amazing I story. love the way they go back and forth. And then the kids' well actors shot. did a really good act, yeah. or good job, as well as the adults. Um, they really let everyone have their moment to shine, and uh, it's just a great story. Yep. Um, another one that's only one season long, and uh, it wraps up in that. And you need to watch this, Ben. I don't think you have. Um, I believe it's on Netflix. I'll have to look into that, but it's called Safe with Michael C. Hall, who plays Dexter. Okay. And Safe. It's, it's really cool. If you're looking for a mystery at all, 
check this one out. Um, basically, uh, he lives in this gated community. Um, his wife has passed away, leading to some complications and complicated relationships with his two daughters. And um, then one of his daughters goes missing. And there seems to be some town secret that they're not really sure what it is and why it seems so important to right now. Mm -hmm. But it all wraps up really nicely. Right. I don't think that you'll see the ending coming. And uh, again, Michael C. Hall, I really wish that he was in a lot more stuff because I really like him as an actor. Right. Yeah. Um. I also have Dexter on here. Uh, oh, yep. Dex, De- Dexter is one that I never really got in. That's one of the ones I never really got into either. Dexter season one, two. One and two are amazing. I watched One's season amazing, two. Definitely. I watched, bo- I watched season one. I've watched season one and two like four times. Yeah, usually when I watch Dexter, I do season one and two. Season three always gives me trouble. I struggle to get through the whole thing. Yeah. Season four is pretty good. And then season five's okay. After that, it's pretty downhill. And then it's one of the shows with, again, like if you if we do a list of the most disappointing endings in TV shows, Dexter and Game of Thrones will probably be on there. Be up there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it still did good for a few seasons, so I gave it an honorable mention. My other – oh, my other one season – is The Last of Us. I was shocked at how good they adapted that video game because that's my favorite video game. And that's one that they're coming out with a season two this year, right? Probably. This summer? I don't know. I haven't really seen much chatter about it. I haven't seen much. I know they're doing it, but I, don't, I haven't seen much chatter about it either. But um, the first season covers the first game, which is my favorite game, if they only, for some reason, was were able to come out with one season, I'd still love it just as much because they did amazing. Pedro Pascal, I will admit, I had my doubts because I had only really seen him in Game of Thrones and I couldn't really picture him as Joel. Right. But holy crap, he killed it. And the girl who uh, played Ellie, I think, did really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, so amazing storytelling and just an amazing show um i have the walking dead on here i think that was one that really changed television you know it was one of the when it was out and it's it's biggest um everyone knew and was talking about the walking dead right i really only watched i've watched the first three seasons a couple times now and i don't get much further than that I think they have a lot of seasons, and I don't know if I'll ever really see them. And for that reason, I can't I can't put it on my uh, top you know yeah, top five. Right. But the first two seasons of that one are really, really good. good, and I'm really happy for John Bernthal because that was the first thing that's that his I really breakout saw. yeah role. And I think that so he's probably one of my favorite actors too. You've seen The Walking Dead, yeah? I've seen the first. I've seen, I've seen the first three seasons. Okay, so you saw John Bernthal's character arc. Right, yes. Okay, so I think that them killing Shane off was the best thing for John Bernthal's Spoiler career. Spoiler alert, 
Just kidding. If yeah, you haven't sorry. Seen it. <laughs> but I think that was the best thing for John Bernthal's career because he was an actor, a main actor in the one of the best TV shows out at that time who was now free for other projects and um, yeah. he's the main one that I think I've seen in other things yeah. after The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and John Bernthal is a good actor and I'm glad that he's getting a lot more opportunities. I am too. Yeah. Cuz he um, does he did he did a good range. I mean, he's in Ford for Ford vs Ferrari. He plays Frank Castle. He's yeah. a he's a businessman in Ford vs Ferrari. Yep. And he's Frank Castle in The Punisher and those two characters are not alike at all. <laughs> he's in uh um he's, Wind River too. For a little bit. Oh, yep. Yes, he's the yeah. Yeah. He dies. Shh. Spoiler. We're going to talk about Wind River. Don't don't spoil anything. Um, I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> um, and then my last two honorable mentions, sorry there's so many, <laughs> are I, I didn't feel right not putting them on as honorable mentions. And I'm not a huge anime person, but these are my two favorite animes. Yeah. And they're really good. Um, I still need to watch the end of one. Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. You need to watch that still. We got, we got through, what, the first six? We went through Episodes. the first... Oh, yeah, I guess we're halfway through the first season, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, the Attack on... Okay, so for some reason, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at guessing where plots are going. Right. These take me to school. <laughs> I, I don't know what's... Attack on Titan... At like during the f- whole first season, I was gonna try to guess, and then at the end of it, I was like, I'm just "Okay, yeah. okay, I was completely wrong." But now I think I know where they're going. And then the second season, like the ending of the second season, I was like, "I'm just gonna stop guessing. I'm, I'm just, just gonna, gonna watch, watch. Just gonna because watch. I don't know." But I'm so into it, <laughs> and it's so been so good, dude. <laughs> like, it's kind of a long ride, but once you get to the fourth season. It's so like there's so much payoff and stuff. It's mm-hmm. so good. And then my other uh, favorite anime is Death Note, which is uh, some of the f- the most fun cat and mouse I've ever seen in TV. And um, I just they're really good. Didn't they do a movie on that? They did a movie on Death Note. That's where I've heard. It's, that's where I've heard. It doesn't follow the same plot. Oh. Um, it doesn't do the characters justice. It's terrible. It's uh, terrible. But they did do a movie, a Netflix original, and uh, um, Willem Dafoe plays uh the demon thing in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like William Dafoe. He's Surreal. kind of perfect for it. Fair enough. And he's the only really good part of that movie. Is it a live action or is it? A, does yeah, he it's voice? a live okay. action. Okay. But. Um, if you've seen the movie, watch watch the anime because it's way better. Trust me. All right. So for my honorable mentions, I'll go through. I'll kind of go through these pretty quick. Um, my first one is Yellowstone. I haven't watched it. I love Yellowstone. Did you watch 1883? I, no, I haven't watched any of the spinoffs. I haven't watched any any one of those. But I and I've only watched Yellowstone. The only reason why I put Yellowstone I have, didn't put Yellowstone higher mm-hmm. is because I've only seen Yellowstone once. All, all the other shows I've watched through multiple times. Okay. I've only seen Yellowstone once. Really good show. I just never got a chance to circle back and watch it again. I need to watch it. I've heard the hype about it and never got into it. Love, but love Lisa Yellowstone. showed Maya and I eighteen eighty three a few months back and I really liked it. Yeah. So 
I, I really want to watch uh, 1923 and Yellowstone. Yeah, they're really good. Um, and this this is going to kind of catch you by surprise, I think, because it was on my top five comedy shows. Okay. And it's Parks and Rec is one of my honorable mentions. I'm not too surprised that you would choose that. Um, the you old, love that show. I love the show. Again, it's my, it was, I think it was my favorite comedy I put on the list. It was my, it was my favorite comedy. But when I was thinking about the goat shows, not only did I think about what I would think as well, but it's also I kind of took a bit a little bit of like, okay, would people agree with me in this in this instance? And when you put that show up against um, other shows, like it's really good, and a lot of people really love that show. Yeah, but it's not really at the top of a lot of people's list Fair of of favorite shows. People love it, but it's not kind of like their number one show. So that's why I threw it in the honorable mention. Um, community. I really want to show you Community. Dude, Community is... You showed me the paintball episode, yeah, right? That was pretty good. so sick. Because uh, Community really is a... It is one of those shows where it's episodic. You can just jump in wherever. Uh-huh. And it uh, you doesn't really follow a story. But like, there's so many different pop culture references that they use. Yeah. And they... Uh, Which does sound right up my alley. Yeah. And like, like they just take shows premises of shows and throw it into a 25 minute episode and they live out a hour and a half you know hour long show in 25 minutes and you're kind of like at the end you're like oh that's law and order they did a law and order episode <laughs> like what like it was it's really cool really funny great characters uh great actors and it like and a lot of them are just really fun episodes um Another show, another one I want to mention is Arrow. Uh, that is just a, that's the really first big superhero TV show. I don't know if any CW shows can rightfully get on a greatest of all time TV <laughs> list. But I guess honorable mentions are fine. Uh, honorable mention will do. <laughs> um, I actually do like, I didn't watch all of it, but I do like the first season of Arrow. You have the first two seasons of Arrow are really, really good. Three and four are really, really bad. <laughs> and then five, six, seven, eight are really, really good. Um, Holy crap. I didn't know they had that many I, seasons. I think there's eight. Um, they, it is a CW show, so there is a little bit of a, there's cheesier writing. Oh, yeah. Um, All and, the cheese, baby. But with the cheesy writing, like Stephen Amell plays Green Arrow perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of took Green Arrow to a down an arc that I didn't necessarily... I liked Arrow Season 1 better than I liked Arrow Season 8. Fair or enough. Or whatever the is. But Arrow Season 8 is comic book arrow like he's he's batman with a bow and arrow he's a he's a funnier wittier batman nice like that's who green arrow is and that's what they represented him as the show went on which is cool which is really nice it's nice it was great to see but that first season arrow was bad ass Um, like he was just thumping arrows into everybody he came across i think that was part of the reason that it did so well too is that everyone was expecting you know 
a DC superhero TV show comes yep. out, they're like, oh, it's going to be campy, and he's going to, you know, slap the bad guys on the wrist and be like, no, 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 no. yeah, or something yeah. like that. And then he straight up, like, murders people. Like, he, like, I think snaps. the first episode, he snaps someone's yeah, neck. Yeah, because the, the guy saw all the recording. He goes, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, no, no witnesses. One can, no, one can, no one can know my secret. And just goes, Quack! and I'm like, Oh, it gives off very Daredevil. Like it gives off the vibe. The first season gives off very Daredevil vibes. If he well, just Daredevil never killed anybody, but but he just doesn't like the, the mentality of he doesn't care, mm-hmm. and then he's got to play. He's got to be able to like draw the line of being like he's Oliver Queen, who's the rich boy, who's got the money, who's got to yeah. be this, uh, you know, um. No, not like he just no, not a, a dumb kid who's got a lot of money. Yeah, and then he's got he's got that world, and then he's got his vigilante world, and he splits it really well. I think um, that did really um, set it apart too, that people wouldn't be like, well, why am I watching knockoff Batman? You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, like having him cross that line, mm-hmm. I think helped uh, yeah. just people be like, okay. Right, I can get behind this. Um, and then season two, you're introduced into Deathstroke, which, two like, there have not been a ton of portrayals of Deathstroke in live action. No, why haven't there? But why this is the best portrayal of Deathstroke that there has been, and I don't see. Um, I could see like when they were going to do the Batman with ba- with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. I could see that Deathstroke because it was going to be in a movie and it was going to be dark. Um, and like they didn't make Deathstroke's suit really dark in this one, but in Arrow, but the actor who played Arrow and the character was just so it was just money, um, yeah. which I really enjoyed. But Arrow, with that, with the exception of the two seasons, I mean that that show I I rewatched three or four times. James um, Gunn, if you're listening, give us a Deathstroke. Give us Deathstroke, please. We just, that's all we want. <laughs> yeah, that's all we're asking. It's not too I, I much. actually do want a, a lot more. I'm sorry, but that's one of the things <laughs> that I want. Um, and then um, one of the last ones that I was thinking of is uh, This Is Us. And that's the show that it's... It's the triplets? Triplets one. Yeah. yeah. Well written. Uh, good act. Like, it's just, it, it helps you kind of connect it's a it's a realism. If type it makes you feel show. better, um, because I think you usually get this, like with the you haven't seen, uh, yeah, um, you know, it's Breaking a Bad. Life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you mentioned that on one of your previous lists, and I said I hadn't watched that, I got a few people saying you haven't seen that. Yeah, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is us. Is again, it's one of those shows that. I can't I can't rewatch This Is Us because the characters are the characters kind of make you go, oh my I just but because it's so well done, um you you kind of feel you kind of feel for the characters at the same time. You can kind of relate to some of the characters. So it's it's well written, really good show. Um I think it's one of the I think it's up there with one some of the best T V that I've watched personally. Yeah. So Okay, should we get to our number ones? Real quick, I guess a quick shout out. We haven't watched Lost or The Sopranos, The Wire. Uh, I actually have The Wire, but I haven't watched much of it. Yeah, there's there's another AMC show that I was watching, kind of a mafia with uh, John Hamm. Is that his name? uh, Don Draper from Mad Men? Mad Men. Yeah, that's Don Hamm. Or John 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 Hamm. Hamm. 
um that's another one that like i saw a lot of people like a lot of like lists and stuff as i was going through and like looking because i was curious um sopranos madman a lot of those mafia movies were up or tv shows were up there and i just hadn't i just haven't seen a lot of those yeah so we haven't seen so those. don't rake us through the coals for that don't, because don't we hadn't hate seen us them. too much God. but yeah although i'm pretty sure my number one beats them all oh what's your number one my number one is the office yeah. Yes. Nice. The Office is my by far. It is the show that I've binged the most. Yeah. Uh, include that's including that '70s show, which I've seen like eight times all the way yeah. through. Um, there are disappointing ep- seasons later on when Michael leaves, but I think those seasons with Steve Carell are so good and so strong they really are that it carries you through like you see those and you're like this is such a great show and then you have the season where he's gone you're like it wasn't as good as last season but like the show was really good so I'll watch another season and then that show's like that season's like oh that's not the best but whatever and then it's the last season I think you're like well I gotta watch the last season and so like the Steve Carell's strength and his character carried the weight all the way through for me to be able to watch that that TV show over and over again. I haven't seen all of the episodes, like the later seasons. Right. I think I watched into a season after Michael leaves, maybe two seasons. But um, I've heard that they're still really funny. I mean, all the writers are still there, so I'm sure it's yeah. It's oh really yeah, good it's, writing yeah. and stuff. I think you it's just, just that you just like, can't make up for Michael Scott. Yeah, because it was so good, I'm more critical of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm planning on actually finishing The Office now that I'm listening to the podcast right. and stuff. Um, um, but you know, you've got towards the later seasons, you focus a lot on like Jim and Pam's relationship mm-hmm. um, and how they're handling. I do like married life and kids. Uh, so I do know things about like the later seasons. Right. Um, so I do know about Jim's uh, job as a sportscaster. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah, in Philadelphia, which I think is a really good ending for that character. Like, because you, you want Jim and Pam to work out, but you kind of get the feeling the whole time that Jim's could be doing better he's things, selling himself you know short I mean? the entire yeah. series he, sells he could be a lot more than a paper salesman that he's not really passionate about you know yeah. and everything like that yeah so um um but the uh and you know i just got so invested in the characters early on that some of my favorite characters still stay through like kevin is one of my favorite characters kevin's so funny and he's just so like oblivious and he's so dumb but like he's also super lovable and like you can't be like oh kevin you silly you silly kid <laughs> um but i don't know if you have uh if you have heard any interviews with brian bumgarner who plays kevin uh kevin there's like a what's not it's conspiracy theory but there's like a fan theory uh-huh. that kevin is actually secretly highly intelligent and he plays dumb <laughs> because um, he's got the band, like he's in the band. Yeah. And he's the drummer and the lead singer. And apparently, like there's a way in music that if you're the if you're the drummer, you can't sing and drum at the same time because like they don't sync up or something like that. And the only people that can are people who are highly intelligent and like have high IQs and can do like their brain can actually do that capacity. Huh. I don't know I don't know the science behind it, but he does. But he does but then at the very end like he gets 
fired from, you know, he gets fired and takes the money that he gets and like he opens this bar and it's very successful and he's like running this bar at a high capacity and like the Kevin that you know in the office, that's not the Kevin that can run a business on his own. <laughs> and so Brian, like there's a lot of fan theories out there that's like Kevin was just playing the dumb guy in the office for fun and huh. to like give everybody kind of somebody to poke at. But he's actually – it's really interesting. It was really cool. And, like, I never really thought about it. But then you, like, look at the episodes. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but, I mean, comedically, I cold op- the cold opens gold. All the little pranks that ju- that uh, Jim does on Dwight are gold. Uh, the relationships that everybody has, uh, even the ones that are, like, kind of cringe, but, like Ryan and Kelly. Like, they're just funny and there's a lot of backstory and there's a lot of story to them that you can just get invested in uh and it's rewatchable like i can can rewatch the office over and over and over and over and over and i never get bored with it fair enough Um, so for that reason that's why it's my number one okay well i just hatched an idea oh shoot (laughs) <laughs> this is dangerous, everybody. Just so you know, when he hatches an idea, he's usually down for the next three days because his brain be can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> you are on one today. <laughs> ben Coons. That's me. Has not seen a single episode of my number one. Oh, I know Which is. is the... Ben... I again, I haven't seen The Sopranos. I haven't seen all of The Wire. I haven't seen uh, Lost. I'm pretty confident that this show that came out in our lifetime is the best show of all time. Um, we'll see if anything catches it. Okay. Um, I was thinking about that the other day because we had this conversation. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking of why did I never. Why did I never? Because I know what it is. I'm like, why did I never watch this show? Because all I've heard is good things. I've never heard anything bad about it. And so I'm like looking back on it because we talked about it what, two days ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what is why have I never watched it? And I remember I as I look back, I remember that at the time that was when someone told me about your show. They also told me about Game of Thrones and someone else told me about this show. Someone told me about this show. So I had like four or five shows that were seasons long where I'm just kind of like, I don't know. So like it exhausted me to be a point where like, you know what? I'm not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to watch any of them (laughs) and I'm just going to watch another show. So like there are some shows that I hadn't seen that people recommended to me, but they all did it all at once. So instead of breaking them down, being through, I just ignored everybody and be like, never going to watch those. So I think that's why I haven't seen this. But go ahead. Take what's, it away. What's the number one, Benny? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Let's go. Best show. I've heard nothing but This is the greatest that television can be. Um, Brian Cranston. Goat. Kills it. <laughs> Goat. <laughs> All I knew him from before this was Malcolm in the Middle's dad. Yeah. Yep. And what? Like, it, it's amazing. So... I'm not going to get into spoilers because I have to watch (laughs) what I want to do since it's not very often that you come across someone in this day and age who hasn't seen Breaking Bad. It's probably even less uh, probable that you come across someone who hasn't seen an episode of Breaking Bad 
who does a podcast on television and on movies. television and movies. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch it and we'll have uh, episodes on. We can either do it like the Avatar, where we do it season by season on one episode of our podcast for a season, or we can just do a series review once we're all done. But I think that'd be really fun. I think it would be fun because um, that is that is a show that I've, that has always been on like. And I am always my, down to watch Breaking Bad yeah, again. It's always on my list of like, hey, to watch TV. Because uh, I know for a while it was on Net- I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. It might be, I but it was. It, is. it was on Netflix. Even and if it's not, I, I'm sure whatever streaming service it you'll is pay for on, it? I'll have it. Or, <laughs> or you'll have it, it yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I remember for a long time it was bookmarked in my Netflix queue. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, to watch later. Like I had it bookmarked and... I'll, uh, I'll it's one of those things where, like, it's one of those things where there are some shows that you have to sit down and you have to watch. Yeah. And most of the time when I'm watching shows now, it's I'm laying in bed about to fall asleep and I throw something on so I can fall asleep too. I'll level with you so that our viewers hate us both equally. Beautiful. Well, maybe not equally because not seeing Breaking Bad is pretty unforgivable. But, but it's pretty close. Um, <laughs> this show has a spinoff show that's also considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Is it Better Call Saul? Yes. Yes, I've and heard really good things about that, too. I've never seen an episode of it. Yeah. Same. I How crazy Saul. is that? <laughs> I would be so upset with you if you if were I like, s- I've seen all Better I Call Saul. I love that I'd show. I'd be like, what? <laughs> but, um, no, I think the characters in there, there's no one that's really, like, um, just... 100% good. You know what I mean? There's no one that I'm like, I love every aspect about this character. I don't think. I, I'll tell you this. Jesse and Walt are the main characters. Yes. And they're my favorite characters. Although there's a lot of characters that are really good still. But those two are my favorite characters. And um, I'm, I'm interested to see your opinions. I don't think I could pick who you would like the most out of everyone. If I had to choose a character that I like the most, it would probably be Walter. But I don't think you'll pick Walter as your favorite character. Fair enough. And I'm interested to see. But just, I mean, the acting, the writing, the, the storytelling, the effects, the, I mean, everything this, about this. series isn't long either. It's five seasons. And they like, they it was five seasons and they close it off and they called it quits. Right. Done. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's perfect television, dude. Like I, I've heard people say that the first, maybe the second season is like their least favorite of them. And I still love them. Like, it would be hard to rank. Maybe that's what we'll do, too, is we'll rank the seasons. Because kind of like the Harry Potter movies, you know, everyone can have a vastly different list because they're all pretty good. Right. But these are all, I mean, like, they're all amazing. Right. And Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for that because that'll be, um, again, I've heard nothing but good about the show. mm -hmm. It's just finding the time to be able to just be like, I'm just going to sit down and watch this That's and enjoy it. Again, TV shows are a lot harder to get yeah. through. Although Avatar is 20-minute episodes and, and there's, there's like 20 in a season. Yeah. So you can whip that out. 
by February, yeah, guys. Not that Just hard. binge watch. Like just I do it do. at work. Like just do it at work. Draper does. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, this was a lot of fun. Tell us what you what you think um, about our list. I want to hear your guys' list on some of the go to yeah. TV no, shows. No, I'm going to ask. Love. I'm going to ask what your guys' top five greatest of all time, or at least your top one. And give me, give me three. one, or, give me one or two that you just think are top tier. Because uh, I'm intrigued to figure it out. Because I mean, our lists were very. I don't think they're. The Office was in our top top five. I think it's the only thing that we shared. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. Uh, and in the meantime, we will catch you guys next week. See ya.